What is up, my dude? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> the girls you know and love right here in the internet. Oh, maximum Pulpitude. World. <laughs> maximum Pulpitude. So, we have something different that, we, that we're doing, because Isabel asked us to. Yes. A right. special project she has to do. So today, we are going to be talking about the movie, I, Tanya. So spoilers, everybody. Spoilers, ahoy! If you have well, not seen the it's movie, such a good movie, do not listen to this podcast. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> or listen to it, your choice. No. Or you can just get the full rundown yeah, we got this you. podcast if you weren't going to exactly. watch it. It's a good movie. You should watch it if you haven't seen it. I loved it. I've seen it like five times yeah, I've already. watched it twice now. It's really good. <laughs> I've just watched it the once. But she enjoyed I it. I like it, though. Great. So we're going to be talking about what we thought about the movie, any main points we got from it. So what did you guys think of the movie first? Ellie, you want to go first? Yeah, I was about to start talking to this. Um, I thought, okay, my reactions was like, wow, this is really fucked up. I was texting Isabel and I said, man, Tanya's life is fucked up. But it says it was, it said it was like a dark comedy. It didn't seem very funny to me, except for the, um... The Sean guy, he was very funny. Oh, that guy. Oh, he's so annoying. <laughs> he was the worst. I hated him so much. He was so annoying. I just... He's the worst. He's just a character who's just so oblivious to everything going on, but thinks he knows. I know, best. that just I pisses just... me off. And he's the one, he's the one who fucked I it know. all up, too. Yeah. It's like, he's the antagonist, basically. P- pretty much. Yeah, because he's like... I know what to do best. I am, I am a counter the, the terrorist. Movement. <laughs> Who lives with my mom? I live with my mom. Mom, can you redial the number? It's local. <laughs> and I just don't understand how him and Jeff became friends because they just seem very. They're too different. Their personalities just don't match. Yeah. Unless it's like the like dominant and kind of like submissive personality kind of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when Jeff was interacting with him, he never, with Sean, it, he didn't have, like, the same, like, t- dominant tendencies that he did with Tanya. Like, you'd think that with how Sean acts, Jeff would be, like, kind of abusive towards but him. No, he was kind of, like, the other way around, honestly. Right. Like, he wasn't the like, top dog. He was asking no. him for advice, not Sean, giving advice yeah. or just taking action or anything. No. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was feeding into his delusions a little yeah. bit. He was. He he never once was like, no, dude, you're not. You're not a you're secret idiot. agent. You're, you live with your parents in the basement. Yeah, like, it wasn't... Tanya so was weird. the one that had to, like, set him into his place. It was like, dude, you're a loser. <laughs> you're yeah. not this dude you have envisioned. No. Oh, Tanya's mother. Oh. This woman. <laughs> She made me She was so terrible. Mad. So let's start she, from when Tanya was little. Should, should yeah, we describe first, first what this incident is we're talking about? Like, what the whole deal is of I, Tanya? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> we should have done that in the beginning. Yeah, like, the whole deal is about, like, what? this. So, this is freeform, baby. So I, Tanya is the story of, ta- of the famous figure skater Tanya Harding. And it's her early life. And it's told in, like, a documentary style yeah. where you have like interviews, interviews like sporadically throughout the film where they're narrating what's happening and it's really interesting because the stories conflict 
with the different characters. So what Tanya's saying and what Jeff is saying are different. What Tanya and her mom are saying are different. Yeah. And it's just very also, interesting. Also, like, you know, and it, they can, when they're conflicting, they'll, like, face the camera and be like, this is yeah. true, or this actually happened, and doing things like that. Yeah. Like, like with that. the part with Tanya has the gun, she's like, I never yeah, like, did I didn't this. do this. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> I love that part. I like that part. That was a good... See, there are parts in it that are funny, but I don't think I would ever describe this film as the any kind of comedy. As a comedy, yeah. Yeah, and all the promotional stuff, it was like, this is a dark comedy, and I'm like, it's has funny parts, but I would not I classify this as a comedy. The promotion for it wouldn't have been that, necessarily. Like, I would not market yeah. it as a comedy. I wouldn't either. But we didn't get to the point. The whole thing is about the ice skating oh, yeah, incident. With, like, the hitman taking out one of her opponents, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan got her knees bashed in. <laughs> Wasn't it just the one knee? It was, she got her knee bashed in. The single knee. Just a singular knee. Just one of them. Just one of them. <laughs> and it goes into the FBI investigation, and that ultimately leads to Tanya's career just being yeah, ruined. This is right before she can the no longer skate. Too. It was at one of the training facilities. Yeah. So. It was crazy. Mm. It was good. Again, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, it was like making <laughs> national and international news. I heard news about Tonya Harding and stuff, but. In the 80s. So. Yeah. It's, well, it was the 90s. This was the 90s. It was like 80s when she started getting up, and then like 90s when everything. And the 90s is when like, the incident happened. Like, Hell, Yeah. <laughs> So, in the beginning of the movie, it shows Tanya as a little girl, and it's the interactions with her and her mom are just, like, insane. This woman, Lavana Harding, oh my god. She is the worst. Yes. Absolutely horrible. First off, she has, like, a drinking yeah. problem. Oh my god. She literally drinks Yeah, the she's constantly movie. drinking. Like, even at the ice rink. She, she always was, like, has a drink in her hand. Drinking out of yeah. she was flask like, and pouring yeah. it in her coffee. Like, she, like, when she was smoking. Yeah. She also smoked. Yeah, she, she, she like, walks on the, on the ice with Tanya for the first time, and the lady, Diane, the coach, is like, you know there's no smoking on the ice. She goes, I'll smoke it quietly. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> uh, okay. So that's just, like, the first part. You're like, oh, this is not going to be good with them. Yeah, yeah. but she's very abusive towards Tanya. There's multiple instances where she just, it's verbally abusive and just aggressive in general. Like, she kicks her out of a chair once when she's like, don't talk back to me. And she also throws a knife at her, remember? Yeah, she does. But that's later. That's later, but still. That's just one of the But when she's little, it's just a lot of... Also, you remember that one part in the movie where she literally doesn't let her get off the ice because she's like, I paid for this time. Yeah, and and so she... peeing herself. Yeah. That's exactly it. And then when Tanya's walking through the woods as a little girl with her dad, she even asks her dad, do you love mom? And the dad goes, I don't know. He immediately changes the conversation. He's like, oh, over there. Yeah, he avoids it because she she was abusive to him. Mm -hmm. And then he asks... That also leads into... Yeah. It leads into her getting into the abusive relationship with Jeff, which we'll talk about. That's exactly it, yeah. They even mentioned that in the movie. Like... Who taught, wait, she, her mom says something like, I would never be with a man who hit me. Why do you think you deserve to get hit? And she was like, mm, I wonder who taught me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then there's even a part in the movie when uh, it's her and Jeff, and she goes, 
it was right after he started hitting her and she was questioning whether she should be in the relationship or not. And she'd be like, he, he would hit me, but then he would apologize and he would be so sweet to me. And then she was thinking, it was like, well, my mom hits me and she loves me. So this must be normal yeah. for me to just be but abused. But her mom didn't show like really affection to her. The thing that the no her the whole yeah. thing that he showed affection after and gave her like love is the reason that she just kept coming back to him because it it was abusive mm-hmm. but she also got like praise and rewards for it still right because she never got you know, that growing up abuse. really bad so classic cycle of abuse that's exactly in her mind she was like well I don't want to stay with my mom because she abuses me but that's all she does Jeff. He hits me, but he loves me. He tells me he loves me. He's always there for me. And she just keeps talking herself into staying in this relationship. Even though she does fight back. There are multiple times where she, like, after he hits her, she'll hit him back. And it just, like, escalates into just this frenzy. And then they have to call the cops. Yeah, that happened several times. Very violent. There was a whole thing Mm -hmm. where she, like, tried to get a restraining order, and he still would keep coming back. Yeah. And, like, break that restraining order. (laughs) He kidnapped her at one he, point. Yeah, he he basically shoved her. Yeah. And he, like, I don't really understand what happened. Like, did the bullet ricochet and, like, hit her? Yeah, so he has a gun, and he holds her basically hostage in her house, threatening to kill her, or he's going to kill himself. Yeah. And so she tries to run away. She gets out of the door, and he shoots the gun at her, and it ricochets off the car and, like, grazes her cheek. Mm-hmm. And even then, no one helps her. I know they get stopped by a and police he just officer let her go. and like, let him, I know. even though he had like two exactly. guns in his car, right? And he had guns alcohol. and alcohol in the car, and he could clearly you could clearly see the blood on her face, and yet he didn't help her. I think that's why she also stays that she never got everyone around her knew she was being abused because it wasn't no it was pretty obvious, and no one was like you need to get out of this relationship. Like, it's not good for you. Her mother yeah. even tells her, you should, I, you deserve to get hit. That's why you should stay the in that relationship. The mom didn't even, like, help her out. She was like, this is what you deserve. No. This is just what you get. She said, I approve of this relationship. Like, who does that? So. Yeah. I know. So She's the worst. And a lot of the yeah. time, Lavana justifies the abuse because she's like, oh, Tanya, she says something and it's like, if Tanya didn't have a you can't do it type thing then she wouldn't do it. Yeah, you remember that one thing? She hired, like, a haggler or a heckler kind of person and paid him, yeah. like, right after he... Bef- this was before she did the trip. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he's just being like, you suck, you're white trash, you can't do anything mm-hmm. right. And it's... And that's not healthy. She... And in her mind, she's taught that that's the only way she can perform. When she has someone telling her that she's worthless or she can't yeah, do well, anything and in her, her mind yeah because she's so stubborn she'll be like i'm gonna show you mm-hmm. oh but that triple axle scene was so like i loved it that was like yeah, the that best scene. that's the best thing ever because you can like margot robbie did such a good job of like just showing like the pure joy Margo, okay well, in that Margo moment robbie period i tell you she was so good. Oh, she did a really good job. I thought Jeff Galuli also did a good job. Uh, Sebastian Stan. Yes, oh he my did a God. great job. <laughs> that he stupid could... mustache, though. I, just, I know. I can't. I can't get over it. That's <laughs> that my, mustache. My biggest problem with the movie is that stupid mustache. <laughs> but it was there. But we can talk about that. It was just we'll there. talk about that for 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the mustache. The mustache. 
They could have just named the movie The Mustache. They could have. They should have. Honestly. Missed opportunity. Oh, well. <laughs> Missed opportunity. We should have we should have. I mustache. Yeah, they should have made a... <laughs> I mustache. I mustache. That sounds like a digital mustache. <laughs> like an I eye mustache. mustache. Yeah, like I probably, like you I mustache. on your face. Now We're with Wi-Fi. track. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyways. But Jeff. Yeah, how Sebastian Stan, like, portrayed Jeff was that... He's very insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he Makes needs his, yeah. to be needed. That's the whole reason why he lashes out so much. When he feels yeah. powerless, that's when he lashes out at Tanya, so... And when her career started to, like, really gain traction, and she was getting... She was the most popular figure skater in the country at one point, and that's when the abuse was worse, because he felt threatened and jealous mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. He liked to portray himself as, like, meek. You know, when he was yeah. doing the interview parts, he was like, oh, I could never do that. No, I'm, I'm, like, just oh, a, no, I'm just a little nice boy. little guy. And I'm like, no, that's not what you were. Yeah. I know, but it was like, it almost, like, the way he acted in, like, the documentary parts, like, the fake interview parts, kind of made you question, like, during, oh, sorry, my lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of made you question, um, what, like, who, like, what was real? I can't. <laughs> Cut this part out. Delete this. Okay, okay. Whoa. Yeah, the light. Yeah. Right. It say, made his interview question. It made the, his credibility questionable. Yes. Because you would see these like scenes of him being like all meek and talking in the interview, like, and then right after that, it would show him like punching Tanya. It was just yeah, like, it's just, it's yeah, and like the part with the dove bars where she's like, about I'm the number too. one figure skater. I just want some dove bars. And he was, and then he was like, well, we can't afford it right now. And it's just not in the budget. And she keeps going. And then he just, bam, he, he hits her with her. like vegetables. <laughs> it was like whatever yeah. was in his grocery bag or whatever. Yeah. And just knocks her out. And then when she does leave, she leaves several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And each time she goes back, she even tells him, I think she told him this because it's what he wanted to hear, but I also think she felt this as well. It was right before the Olympics when she goes back to him, and she's like, because this is the part in the movie where they have the two interviews of older Tanya and older Jeff, like, side by side. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's when she says, I don't think I can make it to the Olympics without you. Ooh, let's talk about that because... Because in the interview, when she says it, she's like, and I told him, she looks very despondent, like, ugh. And he's like, he lights up at that. He's like, she needed me. I was right. Mm -hmm. But But she also needed him because she needed to have, like, a perfect family or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly it. She needed a wholesome American family because Mm. the judges did not like her because she did not fit into their idea of what a real figure skater should be. Yeah. Like, the whole mm-hmm. thing about her having, she was like, a, a lot more coat or whatever. Or whatever it was. Yeah. A fur coat. Oh God, yeah. It, I think it was rabbit rabbits. Or some yeah, was small rabbits. rodent type thing. But, like, they, like, sewed all those together to make her a fur coat or whatever so she'd fit in. And she kept that. Mm-hmm. She kept it till she was 15 because that was the same coat when she met yeah, Jeff. Yeah, when she was helping him fix the car, she was wearing it. And then... Oh, man, when she meets Jeff, I didn't realize how young she was. She was 15 when she met him. Yeah, she was really young. That's just a baby. And then she, I'm assuming they were dating for, like, when she was 18 is when they got married. That's so... Because her career was over by 
like 20 like her early to mid 20s is when her career just flopped because of the investigation i think it was 23 she dropped out of school was 23 to work on yeah because she was not in school by the time she was 15 she was skating eight hours a day that was buck wild (laughs) Mm -hmm. man i want to talk about the moms more because that last scene with with uh her mom and tanya where her mom comes seemingly to apologize. And she has the little, like, she's wired to record. She has to record. Mm. That whole scene, that like, got me. That I was, was like, man. It was just, it was heartbreaking. Like, the one time she needed yeah, her mom the like, most to finally, like, just be there for her. To f- yeah. She betrayed To show her that too. motherly affection that she never got growing up. And yeah, just to so have her-, her mom basically betray her just for some money. Exactly. Yeah. It's basically that her mom never loved her and only wanted her for, like, her potential as a skater, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. And then Lavana in her interview, she was like, I worked full-time so she could skate. I never got a thank you. I never got anything. And I'm like, you were not a mother to your kid. No. You were the worst. Man. It was like she was investing oh, in some, her like, so much. project of hers. And if it failed, then she got angry. Yeah. And that's, like, the whole thing. That's like, exactly just, it. She didn't treat her as a human. Especially no, not as, like, a family And then when member. she threw the knife oh at her. Oh my gosh, that part. My, that scene with the knife, I was just like, uh, I would have left, man. I don't know. Because right <laughs> after that is when she moved in with Jeff. See, and then mm-hmm. the way her mother acts towards her pushes her into that relationship with Jeff. Like, it's the root of all her problems. It pushes her into her relationship with Jeff and then pushes her to try be better at her skating and then that leads to Jeff being like, you know what's a good idea? Let's send death threats. And Tanya being complicit because she's like, whatever, sure. Because she was yeah. so used to being like, like also- under him. It's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She's used to being pushed around by him. So yeah. I'm just like, sure, whatever gets you to shut up, dude. Pretty much. Oh, man. The whole... <laughs> I like the soundtrack to this movie, too, because they just play yeah, it at random cool. moments. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the soundtrack's just... It's great, but the scenes where they're, like, planning the death threats, because it was originally, so Jeff went to his friend Sean, and they planned to send death threats to Nancy Kerrigan, because Tanya received death threats, and that really messed with her mind. Like, she didn't skate for a couple weeks, because she was, someone said that, like, in the notes, they said, if you skate, I'll put a bullet through your head, and that really freaked her out. Weren't the death threats by what's his face? By yeah, Sean? by Sean. And it turns mm-hmm. out that Sean was the one to send and the death Jeff threats. Figures that out. He like gets told that was it in the, like the restaurant they went to? I think when they're talking because yeah. they just got like the feds started showing up and getting through everything, and they were trying to record mm-hmm. them from outside and everything. Yeah. I mean, Sean's so stupid. Sean is stupid. Sean was the most annoying part of that movie. She would have been successful with, like... She would have. Mm-hmm. So, Isabel, how much of this is, like, factual? Do you know? Um, I think most of it... It's, like, the main story is the part... These interviews are actual interviews that were done. Oh, cool. So, like, even at the end of the movie, you see the one with Lavana Harding... No, she does that fucking bird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's that's like she looks like Corella Deville. She does with the bird. Corella Deville had like a nipping bird, had at her ear. 
Or like a pirate. Yeah, she looks like a, Corella Devilla is a pirate. I think for the the main story is factual, and the interviews are like actual interviews. But I'm sure the dialogue is all. Well, you have to have a story. Yeah, there somewhere. are a huge part of her life that they check, like they cut out. Like she has siblings. Not once you ever hear or see the siblings, mm-hmm. except for creepy Chris, but he gets arrested. Yeah. But the whole, the movie wasn't about necessarily that part of her life. No, it's not about her family. It's just about her and her main relationships that messed her Pretty up. Pretty much, yeah. hmm Because her relationship with Jeff led to her career just, it led to the one thing she held dear to her, her skating, to be taken away. Because he thought he knew best and he was like, I'm going to send death threats and I'm going to use my idiot friend, Sean, who's going to be like, oh, no, we're going to bash your knees yeah, in. If she wasn't <laughs> that was in so frustrating. Jeff, then she would have never had Sean. So none of that would have ever happened. That's exactly it. If her mom would have been like, if her mom would have showed her the slightest affection growing up, if her mom would have just disapproved of the relationship outwardly and told her, you're better than Instead that. Instead of saying, I support this relationship. Like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when she does disapprove, she was like, it was at Tanya's wedding, and it was like, you fucked them, you don't marry it. And I'm like, that's not what she needed to hear. You should have told her, you're better than that, instead of, you're an idiot, you shouldn't have done that. Because that's just going to make her rebel more. I also think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's exactly it. She's going to resent you even more for that, and it's going to push her further into Jeff's arms. Yeah, but I also think at that point that, um... The mom had, it was, it was too little too late, you know? Even yeah. if she had done something to try to get her out of, Tanya out of that relationship, then it wouldn't have mattered because Tanya wasn't going to listen to anything her mom said because her mom was the worst to her. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, the, um, when the investigation started happening with the FBI, that, <laughs> that was a trip. Because she didn't know. She had no idea that they were going to do the, like, where they bash her knees in. I know. And then Jeff was like, come on, we need to get her story straight. And she's like, I don't know anything. What the heck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then after the investigation where they Jeff sentenced her, Jeff. where Jeff and Sean got 18 months... And Tanya got no jail time, but they, she had to pay, she had to pay a lot of money. She had to pay 160,000 worth of fines. Oof. And 500 hours community service, three years probation, and she was banned for life from being part of the U.S. Figure Skating Association. Yeah. Which means she can never compete again. She is not allowed to compete yeah, for so ice skating again. so she had no high school anything. She did not graduate high school, so she couldn't get a job. There's no way she could have gotten anything. I know, that scene, that seems... like, that scene was so sad. I teared up at that scene the first time I saw it. I so, like, the one thing that she had, like, like, training for and skills that she could no longer get benefits from, so she had no source of income. So that's why she ended up being, yeah. like, her mom yeah. and doing the waitressing again. Yeah, she did waitressing, and, and then she became, like, yeah, a lady boxer. Like, that was bad. <laughs> that was I like bad. That scene at the, I like that scene at the end, when she was boxing, and it showed her doing the triple axel. Oh, yeah, I did like that. Forth. Yeah. It was sad. 
Because that, that was, was like the height of her career. That was her happiest moment. And then she's like, she's settling at that point. So sad. Mm-hmm. I know. And then the end, she says something like, something about the truth and how everyone's is different, which I think is the whole theme of the movie. Yeah. With like the conflicting interviews, is that everyone has a different story and a different way of telling it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a good movie. And I very yeah, much enjoyed it. it. I have a question. What do you think the movie would have been like, or like just Tanya Harding's life in general, if the dad had stuck around and she hadn't been with her mom? Honestly, I don't think she would have been in a figure skater. She probably wouldn't have. Really? Mm-mm. Because you have to think about it. She wouldn't have been pushed as hard as she was. Even if it was abusive, even if it was like very toxic and awful for her, her living with her mom pushed her to put everything she had into skating because... Mm-hmm. That's all she cared about. That was the best thing in her life was skating. That's true. And I think but, without, yeah. like, her mother being so, like, vile towards her, she wouldn't have done as great. As awful as it sounds to be, like, the you-can't-do-it type of thing, I really think that's, like, Lavana trained Tanya into thinking that that was the only way she could get things done. Because you can see it mm-hmm. when... Lavana wasn't there or when she changed coaches and had no one haggling her when people actually liked her her skating was getting worse because she in her mind thought that she couldn't do it anymore because everyone was with her mm-hmm. there was nothing to mm-hmm. push to get better yeah but her life would have been a whole lot better I believe she never, oh, yeah. never would have for sure I don't know what she would have ended up doing though because then she probably would have stayed in school yeah she would have I think now she does, yeah. I think at the end it said she, like, has a deck and painting company. She worked, like, yeah. she owns that company. She has a son, mm-hmm. and she has a yeah, husband. They talked about Jeff having yeah. a family, too. Yeah, he's, like, on his third mm-hmm. wife. Jeff married someone named Nancy. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oof. He changed his last name. Well, he didn't mm-hmm. want to be associated with that. You want to get galulied? Oh. oh my god. <laughs> um, man, the very end, when it says, um, it says Tanya wants everyone to know that she is a good mother, that one oh, really got me. me so I know, sad. that kind of broke like, my heart. Because I was yeah, like, I cried a little bit. I was like, oof. Oof. oof <laughs> that just got me. I was like, oh. Yeah. I know. Usually, just... usually when you grow up in an abusive family, you kind of end up perpetuating the cycle of abuse. You know, you marry someone abusive. Then you have kids, you know, in that abusive family. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think her being able to get out of it. Because at the end when she, like, leaves through the window. And, like, Jeff is, like, crying on the other side of the door. She says, Jeff, I really think you should just kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And then she just <laughs> hops out the window. And I was just... I think that, that was... I think that was the... F- final moment that was like i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm not gonna put up with being abused and i think that's why she has like i think that's why she's wants everyone to know that she's a good mom because she wants because she knows that that's a cycle and she doesn't want to keep perpetuating it like you said well, yeah because her no- like her name is known just like around violence like there was all those mm-hmm. skits and different jokes after 
It was yeah. like, oh, you might not want to be Tanya Harding or like have a metal detector with you or something or things like that. That was so sad with the TV going on and all those jokes about her and she's just sitting there just eating her frozen meal. So sad. <laughs> Man. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really know much about Tanya Harding until I watched this movie. My mom was like, my mom kind of was like, oh yeah, she broke this girl's knee. Like, so people will still like hate her. Yeah. But I think this movie, it... It gives it makes her sympathetic. Although I will say throughout the whole movie, she does not take responsibility for her actions. Yeah. Not once. She is the type of person who is like, Well, it's not my fault. Like when she throws Mm -hmm. the skate at her coat, she's like, What am I supposed to be blamed for puberty? Like it's not my fault I threw the skate at her. Yeah, like the whole time she keeps putting the blame onto somebody else. That's exactly it. She never takes responsibility for her actions. Even, like, there are some things that she is complicit in. She is complicit in being okay with the death threats. Not once does she be like, you know, I don't think this is a good idea. She's like, sure, whatever. Yeah, if she had not, like, gone along with yeah. it, I think, or take take more responsibility for, like, what she's going to do, that she probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten, like, investigated for it, like, anything, and wouldn't have been able to, like, she'd probably still have her, like, skating and everything. Yeah, I think yeah. so. If she had at least, like, told them not to, I guess. Yeah, if she put some front on it. Because then, then she would have told the FBI everything, and she would have been like, oh, it wasn't my fault. Is there anything else think we need no, to mention? I think that about everything. It. I mean, I really do love that ten movie. Ten. It's such a good it's movie. A good you movie. should watch it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. If you haven't lot. watched it, yeah. 10 out of 10 would, would recommend. recommend. <laughs> All right. All right, Man, guys. This well, is good. Thank Next you for listening. We'll Maximum more. You know, we had a grand old time and return for episode seven whenever we get around to it. <laughs>